What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Backup Fantasy Sports. I'm your host, Ewan Leaf, and today is Friday, April 22nd, 2022. And we're going to be talking about some Formula One fantasy with the Imola Grand Prix preview. So today I'm going to go over the track, what to watch, get into some of the fantasy stats on the drivers with their streaks, their ownership, their points per million, some price changes. And then if we have enough time, I'm going to go over some DraftKings DFS picks as DraftKings now has Formula One as an option there. So it's going to be very wet in Imola this weekend. It is officially called the Emilia Romana Grand Prix, but a lot of people will just call it Imola. Up until about 2006, it was called the San Marino Grand Prix, and it takes place at the Autodroma Enzo Idino Ferrari. First Grand Prix was in 1980, and this weekend we are looking at a different schedule than we have been used to for the first three races. So on Friday, we have free practice one, and then after immediately after that is going to be qualifying at 11 a.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. local time. So qualifying is on Friday because it's going to set the grid for the sprint race. The first of three sprint races this season happens in Imola. That's going to happen on Saturday after another practice session. So practice session qualifying on Friday, then another practice on Saturday, and then the sprint race at 10.30 a.m. Eastern on Saturday morning for you guys in the States. And the winner of that sprint race will determine who starts on pole in the race on Sunday. So that's kind of the deal. And then on Sunday, 63 laps around a 4.9 kilometer circuit. So the drivers are just going to go over 309 kilometers on that race on Sunday. So what to watch this weekend, just kind of touched on it there, but First race sprint race of the weekend, 21 laps, 100 kilometers. Grid decided by Friday's qualifying session. There are points awarded for the driver's championship standings here. So first place is going to get eight, second gets seven, third gets six, so on and so forth, all the way down to eighth, who gets one point here, which is a change from last season where it was only three points for first place, two points for second place and one point for third place. So they're making the sprints more important and there's three of them this year. First one's obviously here in Imola. Second one's going to be in Austria. And then the third one will be at the tail end of the season in Sao Paulo. Teams can decide whatever tire they want to choose. No mandatory pit stops. So Alexander Albin will be very happy with that. And yeah, it's going to be a crazy weekend with the way it's the first kind of format this way for the season uh the sprint race was done a little differently last year as well but yeah very excited to see the sprint race and how that weaves its way in to our formula one fantasy rosters uh it's, uh, it's a home race for ferrari and they're coming in as the strong favorites uh charles leclerc leads the driver championships by 34 points right now over george russell and that was a bigger gap than at any time in the 2021 season between first and second. So already Leclerc has made himself head and shoulders above the competition right now, thanks to Mercedes underperforming 
and Red Bull's lack of reliability. So everyone seems to think that Ferrari are the favorite this weekend. A lot of people even picking Charles and Carlos, the newly signed Carlos Sainz, uh, who will now be with Ferrari through 2024. Uh, they're picking them to kind of go one, two all weekend. So that'll be very interesting. And that could like, there will only be four races in, but it will be getting late early for the rest of the competition as Ferrari stretch their lead out this season. Another thing to watch is Red Bull's reliability. So biggest storyline from the first three races, other than Charles Leclerc getting two wins, is probably Max Verstappen not finishing two races. Can the reliability be fixed? Red Bull have kind of been vague about what's been going on. The overarching point is that it's definitely in the fuel system. Not sure if it's from the poor poisoning causing issues with the fuel system, but pretty much on the weekend warm-up, Sam Collins was saying that Red Bull are just considering it a fuel leak at this point. Next up on something to watch will be whether McLaren's Australian success can carry over to Imola. Everyone seemed pleasantly surprised in the McLaren paddock about what happened in Australia with Lando Norris qualifying in fourth and then him and Daniel Ricciardo finishing fifth and sixth on race day. It's been talked about a lot. Obviously, McLaren had a disastrous start in Bahrain. Saudi Arabia got a little bit better. And then Australia seemed to really show promising signs. But listening to some of the quotes and some of the analysis, a lot of people seem to think that it was a track result. So just McLaren, were their car was just better suited for Australia than some other teams, unlike... Haas, who have kind of looked stronger than McLaren already this season. Uh, So it does feel like there could be a step back for McLaren this weekend, Um, which would be disappointing because after Australia, Lando Norris jumped all the way back up from 15.4 to 15.9 million in the F1 fantasy game. Uh, I jumped on it around, I think I saw him at 15.5, used one of my... Uh, subs to get him back in my team. But uh, depending what we see in free practice, I think he could be gone from my lineup this weekend as, I mean, him and Daniel and a lot of other people seem to think that Australia was encouraging, but not the sign a sign of things to come in the future for the team in orange. And then finally is... Can Haas bounce back? They were one of the teams that never seemed to get the car set up correctly in Australia. Mick Schumacher did make it to Q2, but he couldn't get a point on Sunday. Kevin Haas, Kevin Kevin Haas, Kevin Magnussen also had a disappointing Sunday, but he was dealing with some illness issues. So we'll see. Two weeks off, maybe he's back to race fitness. And Haas looked very strong in the first two races of the year. So I wouldn't be getting away from them too much in the fantasy game. I actually brought Kevin Magnuson back into my lineup after getting him out of there for Australia after his poor practice sessions. So 
kind of the, the those are that's what I'll be kind of looking for this weekend. Um, the problem is, it is seven thirty four here in Germany a.m. time, and uh, the first the qualifying is in uh, about nine hours. So you're going to have to learn a lot from free practice one because qualifying is when our F1 fantasy lineups will lock for the whole weekend. We will get points for qualifying. We'll get points for the sprint and the race, but we, we're not going to have three practice sessions of data to figure out who looks good and who looks bad. So it's going to be kind of flying by the seat of our pants a little bit here and uh seam of our pants sorry and uh it's going to be very interesting to see what happens in the game this weekend with a lack of data but drivers on streaks right now this is we're starting to get to the streak point of the season ferrari had it last week with uh or last race with their race and qualifying streak for the constructors but they couldn't cash in on it in the race because Carlos Sainz spun out within the first five laps, but they did get the qualifying bonus streak. So, but drivers right now on a qualifying streak with who have qualified in Q3 every race so far this season Max Verstappen, George Russell, Charles Leclerc, Carlos Sainz, Sergio Perez, and Fernando Alonso. And then for a race streak, it's Lewis Hamilton, George Russell, Charles Leclerc, Esteban Ocon have all finished the first three races inside the top 10. And that makes George Russell and Charles Leclerc the only two racers in the game right now who can have a streak ready to go when we reach Miami in a couple of weeks' time. Um, so that would be a priority for me. I mean, Leclerc is still under that. 20 million price point. I expect that to massively, well, see, the problem is you'd think it was going to get above 20 million pretty quickly, but he's already on 66% of everyone's team in the F1 fantasy game. So can this price creep over 20 million at this point? Uh, he's about, he's point. He's up 0.1 on the race week. And as of right now, he is, I think I saw this morning, he was 80% of the way to 80% of the way to another 0.1 increase. But he's already at 18.8. Like it feels like it's starting to slow down for Charles Clark. He could be just the auto turbo driver for the rest of the year if he doesn't creep above that 20 million price point for the year. So he's probably going to be good for Ferrari. He's going to be good for Miami, for Imola. He's the favorite this weekend. And if he gets through this weekend, clean, qualifies in Q3, gets through the race in the top 10, like immediately activating the mega driver chip for Miami where he's going to score three times as many points. But who else is rostered or in other teams' lineups? So Magnussen's at 53%, Carlos Sainz, 48%. So Ferrari is very popular right now. Bottas at 46%, Verstappen, 35%, Perez, 34 
Norris is all the way back up at 30, but that may drop if McLaren don't look great in FP1 here this morning. And then just a couple of notables. George Russell's up to 21%, and Hamilton is all the way down at 13% because he is just not producing. As for the constructors, there's only three teams rostered above 10% right now. Ferrari's at 54%, and Red Bull and McLaren, McLaren are both at 11% with Haas, Mercedes, and Alpine all at 6, 5, and 5. So, yeah, Ferrari, I mean, if you want to keep your team's overall standing in the world aloft right now, it sounds like you're going to have to triple up on Ferrari. I currently am. I will not be changing that until further notice because they look like the strongest and just a couple of bad lucks, bad luck moments here for Carlos Sainz in Australia really cost him. He was on a flying lap in Q3 that was canceled out by a red flag and the provisional time would have had him in fourth place instead of ninth where Ferrari decided to go on the hard tires. And then on F1 TV, they broke down how uh, Ferrari put in a new steering wheel in his car right before the race. And the, uh, it just totally messed him up and he couldn't really do what he wanted in the turns and just, Broke too late, trying to pass Mick Schumacher, and just a disastrous weekend for Carlos Sainz. But he's still on a three, uh, three qualifying streak here, so not a bad option. It's going to be interesting if Charles Leclerc ever gets above twenty million. If people will move their turbo driver to Sergio Perez or just go with Carlos Sainz, Leclerc's Ferrari teammate. As for bang for your buck rankings, points per million dollars, K-Mag still up there at 7.83 with Leclerc at 7.39. Esteban Ocon, whose worst finish this season has been P7, 4.84, brilliant option. He might be where I go this weekend if McLaren don't look that great because um, Alpine look fairly strong. They looked awesome in Australia and they also had a bad luck with a hydraulic issue I believe that cost Fernando Alonso a really good shot at the front row in Australia because he was flying around Albert Park in Melbourne um, and then Alexander Albon comes in at 3.94 George Russell 3.64 and then Perez signs Norris, Hamilton, Verstappen, all at 3.38 or below. Verstappen's actually at 1.78. So right now, with how much you have to commit to him, he could win a race anytime he gets on the track. But right now, there's Leclerc's in a more reliable car. Sainz is in a more reliable car. And those guys are combined are only like 5 million more than one Max Verstappen. So... Just do the maths and you'll be fine. So price rises for the last two weeks. George Russell's gone up 0.3. Leclerc, as I mentioned, has only gone up 0.1. Lando Norris shot back up with 0.5. Joe Guan Yu, Alfa Romeo's up to 0.3, which was kind of strange because Alfa Romeo had a pretty bad weekend in Australia. As for price fallers, Pierre Gasly's down 0.2. Hamilton's down 0.2. 
Albon still like fell down point two, even though he was phenomenal in Australia, going fifty seven laps on one set of tires and then pitting at the end. And Mick Schumacher fell as well. Maybe people think that Haas is bouncing back, but it might be K Mag that gets some of the upgrades going on there. So I did watch weekend warm up this morning on F1's YouTube channel. They were talking about how wet it was. Talk about Ferrari or Mercedes. Um, feel better after Australia, but they're still behind Ferrari and Red Bull. And uh, these are just some notes that I picked up from it. So you don't have to. Um, they're excited to see the cars in the rain for the first time this season, the new 2022 cars in the rain for the first time. So that will be interesting. But yeah, Mercedes happy with George's podium, feel better after Australia, but they know the problem, but they still haven't found the solutions to the problem. So that's going to be an issue. I think they're going to go to Miami and then start to try and get upgrades going in Barcelona. Uh, Red Bull, uh, Sam Collins was talking about how they could be looking at penalties pretty quickly with how many power units they're going through. But Christian Horner said that he would rather have a fast, unreliable car than a slow, reliable car. But it does seem to be a fuel system issue. So if that can get fixed, Red Bull should shoot back up the drivers and constructors' standings. Um, but it will be interesting to see if Ferrari can go 1-2 this weekend, have a really strong weekend. Like, will it already be too late? I don't think so. Um, I think everyone's so excited about the new season. I mean, this is only the fourth race. There's so much of the season still to go. Like, we're one disastrous Ferrari weekend away from it just all being blown wide open again. Um, so let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, Alpine brought a upgrade to Imola. Um, it was a new floor. So that should be interesting. They could be at the top of the midfield. Esteban scored in all three races. And Fernando Alonso is a very happy chappy because he thinks he could have had an incredible weekend in Australia, but just ran into some bad luck. They talked about McLaren. McLaren? I can't say McLaren. Um, thinking that Australia could be a track result. They know which tracks are going to be good for them, which are going to be weak for them. Uh, so Lando was happy to score big points, but he is in a accepting mood of where they're at right now in terms of competing with the Ferraris, Red Bulls, and Mercedes of the world. Uh, Alpha Tauri also bought a new, or brought a new floor, and so did Alpha Romeo. Um, and that was really it from the weekend warm-up. Um, as for my team this week, so right now I have Leclerc with the turbo driver, Carlos Sainz, Sergio Perez, K-Mag, and Lando Norris with Ferrari as my constructor. My team value is at 103.1 million. And I think the move for me is probably going to be, I'm kind of buying into the Alpine hype. So I think I am going to replace Lando Norris with Esteban Ocon. 
just because he's finished three races. P7 is his worst finish. I will wait until FP1 is completed to make that move just to make sure everyone gets through it okay. But yeah, really impressed with Alpine this season. Fernando Alonso's looked really strong. Um, on weekend warm-up, they called them the Lila strategy, the Le driver, the La driver. Love that. Love or L driver, Le driver. So uh, loving that combo with Fernando Alonso and Esteban Ocon in the French car. So yeah, I think maybe if Alonso looks a little bit stronger than Ocon in FP1, I'll go with him. But they're both Ocon's 12.6 and Alonso is 12.5. And I'll probably just keep it simple there. And we saw a lot more price variance going on in the game this week. So I think Miami may be the time for... If I'm trying to bank some more team value here, um, I may be activating my wild card. But I will talk more about that when I have my Imola Grand Prix review show or podcast next week. As for DraftKings, let's scoot along here uh on rotaballer.com i will be writing the dfs article for the imola grand prix this weekend um it is quite a confusing point system going on here uh they they're just developing it this season but if you've ever played on DraftKings with like a captain showdown mode in football or baseball you get one captain and uh, you get four drivers and one constructor. One of your drivers will be your captain, and he will earn 1.5 times the fantasy points as everyone else. It's only for race day, so no qualifying, no sprints. So really, you can only set your lineup after uh, the sprint race on Saturday night, because then you'll really know the starting grid. They have drivers earn points based on their finishing position in the top 10, their spots versus grid. So that's like positional gains. So different amounts of overtakes get plus 10 points, plus five points, plus three or minus three. So that kind of deal there. So yeah, let's get into it really quickly. Charles Leclerc comes in here as... uh, 600 or he's at 11,000 right now. He's 600 more than Verstappen with Carlos Sainz at 10, Lewis Hamilton at 9.6, Sergio Perez at 9, and George Russell at 8.6. So let's just build a quick DraftKings lineup here on the fly. So uh, everyone thinks that Charles Leclerc is the favorite this weekend. So let's get him at the captain spot. So that means as a he's 11,000 as a driver but he's actually 16,500 as your captain. Next, um, let's see. Do we want to go Ferrari double up here? Yeah, so we got Charles Leclerc, Carlos Sainz. And then I'll put my money where my mouth is. I'll go double Alpine here. Uh, so that means I got two Ferrari, two... Or, hold on, that was Kevin Magnussen. I do not want Kevin Magnussen. I want Fernando Alonso here. Uh, so that gives me Leclerc, Sainz, Ocon, and Alonso. Got 11,300 left. Also got to get a constructor in, and Ferrari's at 11.6. So if you go too big in your drivers, the constructor is going to have to pay here. So let's see. Maybe I don't go Carlos Sainz. Maybe because he's at 10. 
So who am I feeling good about here? If I get K-Mag in here, I can go with Ferrari and that leaves me enough money to go with Joe Guan Yu, Alexander Albon, Sebastian Vettel, Lance Stroll, or Nicholas Latifi. Let's just say Alexander Albon because that was a great drive. And that leaves me with $700. So, you know, just built one on the fly there, but I feel pretty good with like Charles probably he should win the race. It seems home race for Ferrari in front of the Italian fans should be a strong weekend for them. K-Mag bouncing back. Ocon Alonso in the Alpine car looking great. Alexander Albon just as a throwaway. Let's see what happens here. And Ferrari as the constructor. So got the most expensive driver, most cons- expensive constructor here along with four middling guys but yeah mclaren overpriced for sure here i think the alpine double up is going to be extremely popular on this uh this race weekend as Ocon is 6.4 and fernando alonso is 5.8 but man that was a whirlwind uh preview of the emilia romana grand prix or the emila grand prix whatever you want to call it um, I will be back. Hmm, trying to think, possibly Sunday night, but if not, it may need to be pushed off to Wednesday because of some writing commitments with baseball and basketball. But that DraftKings article will go up on Rotoballer.com sometime tomorrow night after the sprint race, so I will know the starting grid and who's looked good and who's looked. Not so good, but still very excited about this Formula One fantasy season, the F1 season in general. I got on the last episode of Drive to Survive. I know what happens, but I'm still very excited to watch it. They did a great job building up this rivalry, so I cannot wait to watch it. But enjoy your weekend. Don't forget that the deadline is nice and early at... Uh, I'm already forgetting. It's before qualifying. So it's 11 a.m. Eastern is your driver lineup today to get that locked. So do not let that slip you by. But once again, thanks for listening. Enjoy the Grand Prix. Enjoy the speed. And I will talk to you next time.